This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Get it on. Get it on. This is Jaden. This is Chris. Welcome to episode 31 of the Endless Rainers podcast, the podcast for Adam Carolla fans by Adam Carolla fans. Thanks for listening and subscribing, and thank you for all of your support. We really appreciate it. Appreciate the feedback, and hope everybody's enjoying the show and the guests. Uh, our guest today is Gabe Maldonado, a.k.a. Lackey Gabe, or Clash Royale Gabe now. Uh just just a note, before all that went down, long before all that went down, I had reached out to Gabe to be a guest on, and he agreed right away. So that, that was kind of cool. He, I know he's a he's an Adam Krola fan as well. And then we had him scheduled a few weeks back and then decided, yeah, Gabe decided it was just maybe best to wait a few weeks. So here we are. He's got a really good story uh, listening to Adam a long time, and we're really looking forward to hearing all about it. Uh, remember to look for and join the Endless Rainers podcast Facebook page. Uh, welcome to the new members that have joined up. Please let us know what you think. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Endless Ranters and Instagram at Endless Rainer, Endless Ranters Podcast, where we sometimes post guest picks. Also, please leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to the show. Uh, special thanks to our last guest, Robbie Spotlight. For the entertainment, uh, that was, uh, yeah, he didn't let us down, did he? Hell the fuck no. Yeah, with the crooning and the quote-unquote freestyling <laughs> reading. And uh, also, yeah, that, that was a really good time. I know everybody enjoyed that. Good laughs. Also, uh, for upcoming shows, big thanks to Christina Carrillo for hooking us up with Teresa Strasser. She's agreed to be a guest on Endless Rainers, so I'm just working on getting her scheduled. So really looking forward to that. Uh, lastly, remember to check out Talk Time Radio. That's Jaden's podcast. Really funny stuff. Really, uh, yeah. Inappropriate what, you, for yeah, work. Yeah, inappropriate. <laughs> I was going to say edgy, but I was like, that doesn't, yeah. edgy doesn't really, it's like fall over the cliffy. Not yeah. Quite, yeah. I mean, that was kind of the point. It's almost like a social experiment to just see, you know, I'm sure I've talked about it before, but just real quick, it's like, you know, everybody's walking on eggshells, you know, just like in the social climate we're in. And I just, I was just wondering, I'm like, well, what if somebody didn't give a fuck and somebody just crossed the line on purpose? You know, that's not all it's about, but there is no, there is no line. And that was kind of the, the, I guess the genesis of it. It was just kind of like, well, what if? And uh, and it's uh, it's blow it up. It's irreverent for sure, and it's good. you're doing it for the good of humanity. Mm-hmm. Turns yeah. out, yeah, yes, sir. So congratulations, we appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I think we're ready. Let's go find Gabe. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Endless Ranters podcast. So our next guest is here with us. He was an Adam Carolla fan turned Adam Krola lackey turned fair to Midlands employee. It's Gabe, everybody. Welcome to the show, Gabe. Hey, guys. Thanks for hey, having me on. Uh, just, just messing with you, man. We really appreciate you being here. And I uh, know you've had a long day already, so we really appreciate you spending some time with us. And everybody's really uh, looking forward to hearing your story. So uh, I guess before we 
get started with your story, why don't you tell us where you're joining us from? Uh, I'm actually talking to you guys from our call screener room, which is right next to where uh, Dawson, Chris, and Kalen uh, do the show from. So I am, yeah, I'm still in the studio. So it's a separate room. Yeah, so it's kind of like a little soundproof room that we have. So when uh, fans or people call into the show, we can actually hear them clearly without hearing too much of like, you know, the show going on or any outside uh, kind of noise. Okay, so but so you can hear the show to some extent. Yeah, you can hear the show like pretty faintly and then we can always crack the door open and hear the show like really loud. But oh, okay. sometimes when we have like, uh, you know, guests calling in or on the phone and doing like a phone interview, um, we have to like hear them pretty good before we get them on. Yeah. Can you okay, see I always wondered into, about that. You can see into what the recording booth or can you see into the studio? I can see into um, like the recording side. So where Dawson is, so I can literally, there's a little window like right in front of me. Yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah. If Dawson was here, I would be able to see him like right through it. Uh, okay, yeah, because I was going to say it would, because I, I, I only remembered there being one window and from the the, the, the pictures that Chris sent me, I made Chris take a bunch, bunch of pictures when he was there for the 10th anniversary thing. I was like, yeah, send me more fucking pics. Give me equipment, you know? And he's like, I got it. He's like, is this the I mixer? Am, I am, I'm like, no, that's not the fucking mixer, motherfucker. You know, but uh, <laughs> but he did. He sent me, and from what I can tell, there was one window that looks from basically the control room, I guess you would call it. And I didn't see another one, like, from the pictures on the inside of the studio. So you have a visual of the, the control room, but not to the actual r- studio. Correct. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you can communicate with them visually, like give them a thumbs up or something? Yeah. So if we have a guest on the line, I could signal to Chris or Dawson saying, hey, thumbs up. We have the guests on and tell them like, you know, with my hand, one, line one, line two, line three, whatever the line is. Oh, okay. Nice. That's fucking badass. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I was there. It still se- it seems kind of like a dream that uh, I was there and kind of yeah, <laughs> kind of in the studio and all that. So I don't, I don't know. If, yeah, sucked off Caleb, bald Brian yeah. and, you know. He wasn't there. It's a shame. Shame for him. I know. We, I yeah. remember when you guys came in. You guys came pretty quick, and I felt bad because when you guys were dropping by, we were so busy getting ready uh, for the 10, 10 year anniversary that you know every, uh, that every day was... came. Yeah, I felt bad. I was like, oh man, these guys came out, and they you know they all flew out. Some of you guys drove out, and I, I felt bad that I couldn't go out there and like talk to you guys for very much. I think I talked to that Rob was probably, a little bit, but that was yeah. probably Rob and McGee like showing up hours early because we were supposed to be there kind of in the evening i think and maybe they drop by early i don't know because when we when i got there the only person that was there was kalen so he let us in and gave us a tour of the the i guess the corolla studios warehouse all that and then a little while later he took us over to the warehouse so i don't know yeah yeah i think the guys may have come by early (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's fine i mean we we welcome that too especially like a lot of like our diehard fans like we always have fans coming up and like as long as they coordinate with us like a day or a week before like we usually do like a studio tour so it's it's not a big deal yeah it was great we had kaylin let us hang out for a while um yeah so it was like a tour and just kind of hanging out it was was really great i still i can't i still can't believe it but (laughs) yeah do you how how much do you know about i mean i I don't want to go too far into this this might have been more of a question for uh because we had geo on a few weeks ago but do, are you pretty, I mean, and, and this is kind of a question just to kind of set it up for, for later. How familiar, familiar are you with like the audio routing and like 
the technical stuff. I mean, I know it's more of a question for Dawson probably, but how familiar are, familiar are you with like the way everything's set up? Like the, the lines running, the way everything's patched in. Are you um, pretty? That's yeah. That's going to be more of like a Dawson and Chris thing, probably more of a Chris thing just because he's already familiar with, um, just sound in general and like that kind of thing, just because he's yeah. a, he's a musician. Dawson is too, yeah. but I would probably say Chris is just a little, little more into it really i thought it would be the the opposite because isn't dawson isn't his title the the sound engineer i mean they both are but i mean if we're like splitting hairs like i mean they're they're both right there but i would probably give chris a little bit of the edge just because he's he's on he's on top of it with everything that like sound that goes on here oh that's cool i love that guy we're gonna try to get him on so if you can throw Throw us a good word. Tell him I said he's a handsome gentleman and his hair is on point. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> let him know. So tell him I called him a tall, handsome fucking. He looks, did I mention he looks a lot like Dwayne Johnson? Uh, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let him know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and his music, and, and this is, I mean, I was fucking around with that, but honestly, like, I, his music is, is really good. I don't know if, does he have an album out now? Because I've been telling. He came out with like uh, I don't know if it was an album or like an EP, but he had like a few of his tracks on it. Um, I I think he still has a few here in the studio. If not, I know you can go to like his website. I think you can download it from there too. Oh, okay. See, I was curious. For some reason, doesn't it seem? And maybe this is just me being a snob, but doesn't it not seem official if it's not on like the major kind of streaming, like iTunes and stuff like that? I mean. You know, when people tell me, he's like, yeah, I got something on SoundCloud. I'm like, yeah, what are the chances that it's going to be impressive? You know what I mean? Is that just me being a snob? It might be. Yeah, probably. I can tell yeah. by your... It's, yeah. Okay, but iTunes yeah. official. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like, it's not on Google Play Music or whatever. And it's just like, well, you know, you're, you, and I, I tend to think that you lose out on a lot of different, like a lot of potential listeners or, you know what I mean? Or fans, if it's not like, readily accepted because that's everything these days it's like everybody wants it to be on their favorite app or whatever but anyway i was just curious yeah about it's probably it. tough i mean you know he's a great musician and yeah. singer and everything it, it, mm-hmm. but else he's got a full-time job as producer of adam carolla like he i guess he travels with adam and well yeah but know, he works kind of in a studio where he could i imagine he does some recording there right gabe yeah he does recording here yeah. and then he i believe he's i mean i'm not sure if i can say this or not but i know he has like I think he has like a uh, recording studio at his house where he does um, voiceover work. And I mean, it's no secret that he does voiceover work for, you know, different companies. So, Oh, really? That's cool. It was a secret until now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm he, sure he's going to be, I'm sure he's going to be super pissed that you know no, that he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember like, this is probably like, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, I was driving to my current job. I used to work at Best Buy long time ago and uh while driving i heard like uh i think it was a triple a or an all-state commercial and like he was the guy that did the you know like the fine print uh the, the fast talking at the end he came on and i was like holy oh, shit really? like that's dawson and like i still to, oh, to this day I've never, oh wait i thought we were talking about i thought we were talking about chris oh i'm sorry i thought we were talking about dawson yeah well, well either one oh okay i'm so i'm sorry I, no i yeah i probably fucked that up somehow I thought we were talking about Chris, but either way, we're not here to talk about Chris. We're we're here to talk about you and your dick size. What are we working with? No, I'm just kidding. So 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 where um where are you from originally? Did you already say that? 
I did not. So I'm from the LA area. Um, I grew up in Whittier, still live in Whittier. Um, yeah, I spend a lot of time in Burbank, Glendale because of work and, um, yeah, Orange County too. So I'm kind of like back and forth just because of okay. friends, how, family, work. How far out is Whittier? Whittier is about, I would say 45 to 50 minutes. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah. So it's a little, it's a little commute, but you know, staying uh, till after 6 PM or 7 PM makes uh, the drive home a lot easier. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have this theory that like, if you're a business that you're, you're not necessarily relying on being, I mean, like what would be wrong with having your, your business hours be a little bit offset so that not only your, your employees don't have to sit in traffic to, to go to work, but like people can come there when they get off work at five and not have to like take the day off. You know what I mean? So it's like, instead of having your business open, like everybody else, you know, like nine to five. I mean, it's like every, if every business is open from nine to five, then it's hard for people to get anything done when they have that, you know, nine, quote unquote, nine to five job. So if you offset your hours a little bit, everybody's happy. Your employees get to not deal with rush hour traffic and people can go do whatever they need to do after they get off work. Makes sense, right? I like that. I mean, I, I, I usually work late when I can because if, if I leave, if I work late, then traffic's yeah. lighter. But I don't know. If, as soon as you have some employees that have kids, then it kind of all that's out uh, the window, yeah. you know, and then you'd have to have two different shifts. And I'm, there's probably some companies that allow it, you know, that have kind of, yeah. you know, offset hours. And well, don't hire people, people with kids. <laughs> yeah, long story short, don't hire do people with kids. I yeah, don't. There you yeah. go. So, what are your hours usually? Gabe? Um, it depends, really. Like most days, Monday through Friday, I'll come in, you know, 9 30 10 a.m and then i'll stay anywhere from 4 p.m to 7 or 8 p.m just depending on how much work there is to do and if we're behind on work or you know if we have an early start the next day or you know whatever the circumstances but i mean i i've done days where it's been like oh i've been here from 9 a.m to like 9 p.m and it's like you know you're just it's a long day but it's like you know i'm working in a studio where we get to hear comedy most of the day so Mm -hmm. i mean how you know, how stressful is that? Yeah, I always wonder how, like, much of a, I mean, because, you know, like, when you're, say you're like a, say you're like a, what do you call it, like a, a funeral, what are the people that do that, like the embalming or whatever? Mortician? Mortician. Yeah, mortician. Yeah. You know, I imagine they start fucking around and just be kind of, kind of become numb to their job. And I always wonder, like, anybody that works in kind of an atmosphere like you do, how much of that, I mean, like, does it ever just not get as fun? Well, I guess that's a shitty question to ask. I mean, does it have the same? Does it is the bloom off the the comedy rose, so to speak? Um, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of weird. So just being a fan of like Adam for so long, and then you know, just in general, being a fan of comedy and stand up, and then you know, and podcasting, and then to kind of see the other side of it and work in the other side of it, you kind of get this like appreciation for like all the work and prep that goes into it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like I, I didn't come from like a audio or like production background and then to work, you know, in the podcasting world, it's kind of like taught me a lot. So I don't know if the bloom is kind of worn off. Um, it's, it's kind of still there for me. I've been there almost two years now, so it's, it's still yeah. there. We'll get, cool. we'll, we'll have you back on your third year and just have you shit on Chris and Dawson. <laughs> so that actually brings me to my next question. Um, 
uh, how long have you been listening to Adam? Because you, you said you were a fan before. Yeah, so yeah. I think I was about 14. I uh, One of like my first big electronics that I got was like a CD player with like a built-in like AM, FM, like kind of Walkman thing. And, you know, at the time, CDs were a huge thing. So, you know, I'd listen to CDs. And then every now and then I listened to the, the radio. And I would listen to K-Rock, you know, pretty late at night. And at 10 o'clock, you know, Pacific time, it always it would always turn to Loveline. And I'm like, Loveline, like, what is this? So I used to always turn it off. And then one day I just, you know, I gave it a shot and I was like, who's this? Dr. Drew, Adam Carolla. I'm like, all right. And then being 14, 15 years old, you're hearing them talk about STDs and, you know, sex and people have different, you know, and fetishes. And I'm like, whoa, what is this show? And I probably shouldn't have been listening, but I mean, damn, I learned so much from that show. Yeah, well, how I mean, else uh, are you going to know how any, to? Do you have any STDs or do you have any kids? You know? No kids, no STDs. Oh, then it worked. Yeah, Bullshit. it worked. So. Yeah, they provided a service. <laughs> yeah, well, how else are you going to know how to shake chlamydia? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I have a chlamydia story, but I'm not going to go there. I mean, we can if you want. It's actually a pretty funny story. Let's hear it. it... Oh, well. You don't got to tell me twice. Yeah, which which one? Uh, chlamydia. Which one? I'll, I'll, I'll st- yeah, no. Chlamydia um, is the best. I'm going to start it off like this. Chlamydia is the best STD ever. Here's how it happened. So I, I had a good weekend <laughs> in my dating life. And was, this is like seven years ago or something. And so I slept with a chick on a Friday night. We didn't use a condom. And then I slept with a chick the next night and we did use a condom, but she blew me without it. And so naturally, like I, and then I realized something was going on. Like I, I just, I knew something was off. So I went, you know, got tested and they're like, oh, you, you got chlamydia. And they gave me one, you know, I went into the place and they're, they're like, they gave me one pill. And they're like, yeah, just take this. You'll be good. Oh, they did a dick swab. I don't know if you've ever had that. They basically take this no, metal. Not. Oh, I, I, anytime I get tested, I, that's what I do now. I prefer it because you get the results back faster. It's very telling. Uh, I know we just met, Gabe, but I'm really opening myself up to you. I feel comfortable. I know, I know. Yeah, but so I go in and, and they're like, and I'm waiting there in the in the waiting room for like fucking 45 minutes and I was trying not to pee and I drank a bunch of water because I knew they were going to ask me for a urine sample. And I'm sitting there and it's like, finally, I, I could not fucking hold it anymore. So I was like, shit, well, hopefully I'll, you know, I'll, I'll drink some water and they'll be fine. So I went and peed. Then right even before I even sat down, they called me and they're like, hey, yeah, it's your turn. And they, I go in there and he's like, all right, I need you to pee in this. I'm like, look, doc, I got to be honest with you. Like I was in the waiting room forever. And it was like, I, I couldn't hold it because I drank a bunch of water this morning. And he goes, no, no, it's cool. We'll just do a swab. And he just busts out with this metal. It was, it's like, it's like a, like a, the needle that they pierce your ears or eyebrow with. Oh, wow. You know, it's like one of those, but it has like a cloth or like a, like a, what do you call that? Um, the bandage uh, gauze. It has like a gauze sleeve on it. And he just busts out. I swear it made this sound. It goes, shing. Like he was unsheathing a sword. And I was like, no, no, I think I could pee now. And he's like, no, 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 we're good. I already got it out. So we went back and forth for a second. So he did the swab. It kind of hurt. They come back and they're like, hey, it's chlamydia. Take this pill. And I was like, okay. So I took this tiny little pill and I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, all right, you're good. Get out of here. And I was like, well, I got to I probably should schedule like a, like a follow-up visit, right? And he's like, no, you're good. And I'm like, no, I mean, you know, just to make sure. And he's, and he's like, no. And I'm like, no, I, now I, I want, to, like, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm asserting. You enjoyed the dick swab. Yeah, yeah, I want to come back and see you, you know, take you out to a movie. 
no, but I, and then I'm like, I'm like, no, I want to. And he's like, no. And so we argued about that either way. So um, I scheduled the visit or whatever. And then I left and then I was like, shit, well, now I don't know which chick it is. And so I called the chick from Friday night. I actually sent her a text message and I was like, I got good news and bad news. The good news is one pill cures it. <laughs> and then the bad news is I think he gave me a chlamydia. And she's like, oh shit, whatever. And and she uh, and then I texted the second chick and I was like, hey, just so you know, I know we use a condom and all that, whatever. And then and then the the first chick like she gets back to me, she's like, hey, I don't have chlamydia. I was like, well, how is it possible I had sex with a chick? And apparently, you can get it from oral sex. So, uh, but it's one pill cured it. I was a born again virgin after that. It was great. There you go. Been innocent ever since. <laughs> you should have uh, listened to more Loveline. Yeah, you should listen. Yeah, to well, more that, yeah, well, that's that's the point. You know, that's definitely the point. But either way, I started to get sidetracked with my. Yeah, that's all right. It's a good story. Get, I'm just so, saying, if you ever do catch it, it's not a big deal at <laughs> it's all. Good to know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> definitely is good. But tell yeah, us so a you, gonorrhea story now. <laughs> well, I was at your mom's house. No, <laughs> um, so we got yeah. So you so you heard him on. So it was Loveline. Loveline. Yeah. Love it was on the radio. Right. Okay. And so what year do you think this was about? Um, probably like 2003, 2004. Oh, wow. Yeah. Around there. Damn. Um, yeah. So I, I would hear him on there and then, you know, I would hear about his different, you know, co- like comedy specials or like uh, Crank Yankers and watch that, you know, when it came on TV and slowly just kind of started following him. And then he went, you know, he went on the radio um took over um where Howard Stern used to be yeah and yeah like I would hear him on my morning drives like to school or like you know to work and yeah I just kind of followed him all the way through okay so you kind of just stumbled across um Loveline what how was about, it a- how about the shift to the podcast after the oh, KLSX yeah. days were done yeah that was that was kind of weird for me so I remember hearing him on the radio and it was like super easy and then obviously he went the podcast route and for me i i kind of took a like you know a few months off the show just because it wasn't as accessible and it wasn't as convenient you know as just putting it on the radio so i did take a few months off and then you know a buddy of mine was telling me you know adam's still doing his show like you gotta you gotta listen and i'm like all right so then he, he kind of set it up for me and he kind of showed me where to go and then yeah from there like i would tell people like oh yeah you should hear this podcast and people would tell me like what's a podcast and i'm like you know, you have to explain it to them and nobody oh, would under- I hate that. Yeah. And like, everybody thought I was like crazy. They're like, what? You listen to that? Like, what's a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, it was a lot of that. So, I mean, it was like, I wanted to show people like the show and it's like, what? I don't, I don't get it. Like, what's a podcast? Yeah. It was back in the days where you had to download it. Yeah. You had to put, download put it, it on your device mm-hmm. and yeah, before you went anywhere. I yeah. still have to explain it to people. It's weird. It's kind of sad that we're this yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like balls deep in podcasting. And they're like, what? You know, I'm just like, ah, forget about it. I, I stopped. I, I actually, I stopped trying to push podcast people because either either you're a podcast person or you're not. Right. But, you know, um, and then I tried to get him into the, I don't know how that well this has went for you. I mean, pretty much uh, the, the general uh, consensus is that anybody that you try to, like, they can even hear the show and laugh. And you'll be like, yeah, you should check it out. And they'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. No, they never do. So it's pretty much either you're either you're a podcast uh, fan or ace fan or you're not. And any it's just it doesn't. I mean, what's your what do you have? 
you have a batting average for people that you introduce to the show that still listen? I mean, it's it's pretty hit or miss. Like I've introduced a few guys to it and like maybe out of like the six or seven guys I've told about it, like maybe one or two of them still like listen oh, wow. you know, daily, weekly. So it's you know, it's it's pretty hit or miss. Like people people that are into podcasts, which isn't everybody, the few that are into podcasts, they have like their select uh shows that they'll listen to. So Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested pretty... uh, in like statistics and I'm I'm sure it's kind of closely guarded but you know so adam puts out you know i guess five podcasts a week you know the adam carolla show that is and two parts you know what percentage of listeners do they know listens every day to every episode versus you know three a week two a week one a week whatever you know because Mm -hmm. people yeah people do um i mean it's quite a commitment listening to adam carolla show every day like religiously which i i do but, you know, I might get a day behind, but I sure do. But yeah, I could see, you know, people skip around or, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's a statistic for that because it's, it's based off downloads because you can download something and not necessarily listen to it. I'm correct. I mean, they get, I don't know. I was part of this Nielsen rating thing for a long time and it basically monitored everything, uh, everything you did, you know, and there was like a, a thing you plug into your headphones all that kind of stuff. So, and then they extrapolate that into big data, but I mean, you know, it's very, very few people. So I figured they probably have stats, but they're probably, you know, mostly made up. You know, something on on our side, I I do, but I can't, I mean, like on our side, we can see how many people download each part, like part one, part two, but yeah, I mean, obviously, but not actually listen. I mean, because that'd be a hard thing. Yeah, to, you don't really. Yeah, know. I'm not sure if they can. I mean, they might be able I don't to. I don't. I don't see all the reports, so I wouldn't be able to know that. Oh God, no! Yeah, I would make the argument that they, they their reports, uh, the Adam Carolla reports, they would want you to see them. I don't want you to see my talk time radio numbers because it's fucking embarrassing. Okay, so I should be. I should be. My shit should be under lock and key, not y'all's. Okay, <laughs> you should be proud of that. Ad. There are agencies out there that that's their whole, you know, reason for being is they have stats and they don't want you to know them because they're going to use those stats to try to get you to pay more for ads or, or whatever it is. So, yeah, mm. it's probably, yeah, yeah. S- secret for a reason or they make you believe that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have that. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. X I got number a quick, of this or that. Yeah, and I got a quick suggestion before we go on to this next question. This is just me saying this. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Can y'all please upload the podcast in backwards order so that it plays part one first and then part two? <laughs> has mean, this ever come up? It, it, it has come up. Um, I don't know the specific like specifics of it, but I do know that I don't think it's something that we can necessarily control from our side. It might be, I mean, I don't want to put any blame on anyone, but I don't know if it's a podcast one thing or if it's just the way it gets uploaded. I, I'm not sure, but oh, that was I, I do know that uh, Chris and I believe Dawson are aware of it. Um, yeah, that was our theory that right. You guys are you guys, and you don't have to tell us anything that's you know not to be known. But you guys would upload the podcast to podcast one, and then they put it out there with the AP news stuff at the end and and all that is that right that's correct and also to the different apps that people use to 
download or get the episodes. I think that there's some kind of like incompatible like issue where they receive the episodes in a weird order. So when people get it on their app, like I don't know, everybody uses like iTunes, like built in podcast app or Android, mm-hmm. whatever. They have like their special podcast app where they get all their podcasts. Like, you know, I'm not going to drop any of the names, but like, you know, whatever app they use to download, I guess it just, it comes in a weird order because they use that app. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's it. I mean, I don't know if I covered that, but yeah, that's no, I mean, no, that pretty much, as long as y'all are aware of it. And um, just on, uh, once again, this is me saying it, tell those assholes at the AP update that they always cut off the <laughs> fucking, it always cuts off like before they're like, before they even get to sign off. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Did you, does anybody like, notice this i mean because i know y'all here i would imagine that y'all have proof listen the audio that you send to 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 ap or to podcast one and they put the ap press sound bite at the end and all this and that but they don't sometimes they don't finish they'll be like hi i'm rita foley and this is and then it just cuts off you know what i mean (laughs) yeah so tell them uh... tell, tell them that the host of talk time radio has a bone to pick with them get their act together real quick I'll, I'll let them know. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it about Ace that uh, that got you hooked? Do, do you remember like what specifically grabbed you? I remember, you know, listening, especially during Loveline. He wouldn't get to do it too much during Loveline, but he did it a lot on the radio. He would go into these like stories about like, you know, his childhood or his past and just like his storytelling and a lot of the analogies he used, I felt like I could relate a lot to. And it was just a good as far as like place for me to get advice, like life advice, like, Oh, this is what I should do in this situation. Or, you know, I I really appreciated a lot of the stories he told and it kind of, you know, as far as like his work ethic and his like can do attitude, it kind of, uh, influenced me a lot growing up. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wish I had the wherewithal to, to kind of watch religion because it was, uh, I mean, for me, um, it was, I, I came across Loveline when it was on MTV, so it was around 90, I don't know, late 90s, I guess, 98, 97, maybe. Um, I came across him then, and I didn't realize the, I didn't realize that it was gold. I mean, I would catch it from time to time, and I'd be like, that guy's fucking funny. Anyway, uh, let me, let me beat off to a Sears catalog. You know, that's all we had back then, but, you know, and, and, and I didn't, I just, I, I didn't realize, and I wish I, like, like, that's what I was saying, is at least you had the, like, you were aware of how good it was, and you would actually go there for advice, because if, if there's one thing I needed at that time, it was fucking advice, okay? I come from a broken home. I was fucking on my own. I was just like, you know, and I, and I could have used that, you know, so it's, it's cool that you got kind of some advice from somebody as, as wise as as Adam and Drew are, you know. What kind? Of, what which one? What what type of stories did you relate to? Was it you know you had you had buddies that would stu- uh, shove shit in your ear or, or no, parents no, no. or family type stuff? Um, just yeah. Like, so what was relatable? Just like kind of. So we they'd have a lot of uh, callers calling about like relationship advice, like what I should do, and I think I just as far as like a comedic st- like, you know. Comedically, for me, it was funny when people would call in and have like literally no idea how to talk to a girl or a guy, or whatever. Which is fine; they're calling in for advice. That's what the show is for. But just to hear like other people's experiences, you know. And then there's me. Oh, I would gotcha. you know listen and like you know kind of take notes and like, oh, this is what they did or this is what they do. And I know it would be funny to me because Doctor Drew would really give this like kind of doctor. It kind of like 
you know, serious, like formal answer. And then Adam would, you know, come on with something really funny, but you know, underneath his humor, it would be like, you know, it'd be good advice with his humor. So. Damn, that's yeah. He knows how to kind of cut right through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this next question, you don't have to answer. This is more of a question for just fans, not people that actually work with the motherfucker. Uh, but is there anything that you can tell us that you disagree with Adam about? Uh, or if you want to pass, you can. It's fine. I mean, we all know his music, his taste in music fucking sucks. You can tell him that I said that. Yeah, and the fact that you're laughing is enough. I mean, just, so, some of the songs he he's into, I'm like, all right, this is all right. I could listen to this. And then there's some songs I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we we all like Hocus Pocus by Focus, okay? <laughs> but um, fucking Umbop, I will admit it's a it's a catchy song, probably a tool tune, um, but I mean, come on, uh, fuck, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Hanson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, they were in the studio, and he was like, "Yeah, I was jamming in my car the other day." I'm like, "Don't fucking tell people that." <laughs> he just said it on the podcast. He's like, "Yeah, me and I thought maybe he had them on earlier, maybe like even Love Line days or something." And I, I always kind of like that about Adam because, yeah, you're like Hanson and Umbop, like good, good God, you know, keep that to yourself. But then he would say, like, these guys are incredible musicians. Like they they are really talented, which you don't really from Umbop, you don't really get that, but. Yeah, there's a lot of little things like that uh, that Adam has gone into that kind of make you take a look at things again. I I, I love when he talks about Saturday Night Live and you know people criticizing the show, and but he always talks about how like they're trying to put together you know sixty or seventy minutes of like every week, yeah, sketch comedy. You know, and they have a week, you know, or they have, you know, four or five days to prepare for it. So, you know, they're not going to have a thousand batting average, you know, they're going to have like a, you know, like a three, 400 batting average and that's good. So yeah, that really changed my perspective on, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So yeah, most people wouldn't consider that unless you're like in the biz, you know, I think Stewie on family guy even said it one time, he's like, somebody made a Saturday night live joke or something, or maybe it was Leno or something. He's like, He's like, oh, that's so typical. That's so whatever. You know, he's like, they they put together, you know, this many minutes of material every week or every night or whatever. So it was just funny. So now on to the next question. And I think we all know. Did we get an answer, though? I don't know. Well, he didn't. Uh, yeah. Like, musically, like, yeah, me and Adam differ a lot. Like, I think in a couple of the episodes, my music taste has kind of come up. Um, oh. So one of the, I think I brought this up on the show. Uh I, so Lynette had to go somewhere out of town. So I, I took oh, her car you. with her. That's right. Yeah, I took yeah. her to LAX. And then, you know, she drives a Tesla. It's a nice car. Brought the car back. And, I mean, rule of thumb, when I bring a car back uh, to the house, um, I'll usually leave the key on top of the passenger's uh, tire. And that's like that's what Adam always tells me to do. So, really? you know, I've taken it. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Oh, I, I guess never, there's not a gas tank on the, on the Tesla. Is there like a little... There has to be like a little compartment for that, right? It seems like yeah. A well, place. I'll do this with this Jag too. Like any car that I take back to the house, that's that's like the rule you do. And when I first started working there and taking that into the airport, that's always what I did. And you know, I would park his car there, uh, put the keys on top of the tire, and then I'd take my car and then go back to work. But so that's that's always what I did. And 
Um, while driving Lynette to the airport, we I guess we didn't agree what to do with her keys once I took the car back home. So rule of thumb, I just went back to like what I always do is put the uh, car keys on top of the tire. So, you know, I mean, if you've heard the pod, you know, next yeah. day Adam goes driving and runs over the keys and drops the kids off. And, you know, I accidentally left it on, um, I think it was Drake uh, Pandora radio. So the Teslas have a Pandora app in there. You can put it to whatever you want. I mean, you know, not that I don't like Lynette's music, but, you know, if I'm driving by myself from LAX all the way back, you know, to their house, which is, you know, it's about an hour drive traffic. So, you know, I'm yeah. going to put it on music that I want to hear. So I, I put it on the Drake Pandora station. You know, it's, they're playing different things. And you know, I, I listen to a lot of different music. So, you uh, know. Yeah. And, 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 and with, you know, it could be no other way but to have it be one of his shittier songs like she used to call my home my cell phone oh no yeah it was uh it was a t-pain song that was actually playing oh that's in. even yeah so no, it's, uh, yeah. i'm in love with the strippers the song oh my was, god oh he, that's right yeah he lost it yeah. <laughs> oh yeah because that was when john popper came in and played like a dope melody on his harmonica over there yeah that's right. yeah yeah oh that's fucking cool he actually you gotta change it back good. to that the john hyatt john hyatt pandora station <laughs> I know yeah. I, I should have covered my tracks and put it back on a regular, like preset station, but yeah, yeah. It was on Drake. Did you move the seat up at least? Oh yeah, like the, the Tesla's nice and like it has like these like preset seat like modes. So, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you know of anything that Adam would hate about you? Would hate or does does hate about you? Uh, he's, he's probably been informed of that before. I, yeah, like, hey, I, yeah, okay, I feel like there was talk. a situation where it came up. Yeah, a, he does. Got a list of things <laughs> possible. He doesn't like. Uh, well, not that he's a fan of video games, and especially video games on our phones while we're yeah. at work. So he's not a fan. Which, uh, if you've heard the pod recently, come up. No, on we, we haven't. What happened? <laughs> so I mean, I'll just I'll, I'll be pretty quick. I know everyone's like wondering, like, oh, what did Gabe do? What happened? Did he leave? So uh, we know what we think you did. We want to hear your side. Yeah. Of it. So th- this is we this all is, hate you. No. No. This we're... is uh, my side of it. So it was Friday, and usually Fridays we record at you know 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, we usually start recording earlier, just so everybody you know gets out earlier on Friday, and you know everybody can start their weekend a little bit earlier. And it was about like two thirty, three o'clock, and Adam was doing. Um, he was doing Reasonable Doubt with Mark Garrigos. And they were wrapping up, and I had to do uh, a quick little voiceover thing with uh, Matt and Kalen after, so I was waiting for the studio to be done. So they finished, they came out of the studio, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to wait for Adam and everyone to kind of clear out and go to the airport, and then I'm going to go in there with Matt and uh, Kalen to record something. And while I was waiting for everybody to clear out so we could use the studio, <laughs> I'm on my phone just sitting you know, at my desk area, and... I'm just I'm just playing a game like I'm waiting I'm waiting to use this like I'm waiting to work and I do see his point that I could have been cleaning I probably should have been cleaning because the de- the office area as a whole is pretty messy but which I'll get into later but I mean yeah I could have been cleaning I could have been you know taking out the trash or doing something else around the studio instead of just sitting to use the studio and I don't to be fair I don't think he like knew I was going to use a studio. He probably just thought I was there for like a while. Who knows? Like, yeah, it looks worse. It looks yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, milk, milk in the clock. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm just hanging out at the studio playing a game on my phone, but it's like in reality, no, I'm waiting to use the studio so I can record something for us, for the studio. 
So, you know, I think it, it was just a misunderstanding and he kind of took it and just kind of ran with it, but it's okay. I mean, it was, it was content for the show, but yeah, that's, that's what I always say is he's got to fill time. And so it's, there's nothing in, oh yeah, uh, you know, I saw him playing the games and I had zero thoughts about it. Anyway, moving on to the next, you know, you got to kind of turn it into a thing. And it's weird too. Like somehow I think if you were beating off, he wouldn't have been as mad about it. I don't know why. <laughs> right? I mean, strangely, it's just the yeah. fact that you happen to be playing a, a game on your phone, you know? Yeah, he, he thinks video games are like the biggest waste of time. And so he's not a fan. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I could have been cleaning the office. But the thing the thing about, I mean, it's, it's not really that important. But so I share an office with two other people. And, you know, we get stuff sent to us uh, from different guests, they, you know, books or different uh, DVDs or v- films that they want us to watch because they want to be, be on the show. And there's a lot of stuff we get, you know, every single day, every single week that, you know, I don't know if I can throw it out because we might have this guest on the show. So I'm not going to throw material out that, you know, we might need to build a bio for the guest that's coming in two weeks from now. So a lot of the stuff there is like, I, you know, it's, it would be like me going into like, you know, one of your guys' offices and like, oh, I'm just going to start throwing stuff out, but it's not my office really. So I can't go in and throw someone else's stuff out. I think everybody was imagining a bunch of empty soda cans and McDonald's trap, you know, bags of McDonald's or something. So this is all yeah, you used know, rubbers. All, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there are a few of those, but I mean, the majority of it is, uh, you know, books and uh, just different um, materials for future guests that we may or may not have on the show. So, you know, it's not really my call to, you know, throw that stuff away or, you know, donate books away or, you know, clear stuff out just because it's not all my stuff. Like, you know, some of it is my stuff, um, which I'm more than happy to clear up and take out. But, you know, I can't go in someone else's workspace and just start touching things or moving things like, that's not really who I am. Like I would feel comfortable if they were there with me and I'm, and I would say, Hey, so-and-so is it okay if I help you kind of clear your desk and kind of remove some clutter? Like, what do you need here? Like I, I would have no problem, but it was at the end of the, at the end of our workday Friday. So, you know, pretty much everyone's gone except the people that, you know, need to record something or still need to use the studio. So I was in the office by myself. There was no one there to ask like, Hey, can I, you know, move this or can I throw this away or do you care about these books or, you know, whatever. But that's kind of where I was with that. And, you know, trying to explain that to Adam is, you know, not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. You kind of, no. yeah, you made it worse. Wait, so maybe you just need to have like a stack of DVD boxes that when Adam walks by, you just kind of shuffling them around like, Oh, you know, not, stuff that's not important. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, they- after that whole incident, the entire studio has been like immaculate. Like there is, there is, there is no trash. Like as soon as there is even just a little bit of like trash or rappers, like everybody here is just like on top of it. I think it was just like a, I think it was a talk that Adam needed to have with all of us. That was like a long time coming. And I was just kind of like the scapegoat yeah. that took the full like yeah. brunt of it. And well, they, they yeah. made it sound like you quit. And yeah. That's so why everybody was, what happened yeah, well, is I, I came Loxamana on a really, he, yeah, he really uh, kind of egged that up a bit. Yeah, he's like he yeah. flipped the bird and slid across his hood and peeled he out. Really, and- all he really said was Gabe left. Like, <laughs> that's all he said, but he yeah. said it in a way that made it seem like you stormed out. He didn't say it, but. Yeah, yeah so I, I work on this side Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the 
like the recording studio. And then we have a chassis uh, building, which is where Adam does his docks. And that's where he has his like car collection. And that's about like a block and a half away. You can walk there um, or you can drive if you have like stuff with you. So after <laughs> I got like grilled on the air, I mean, obviously I was a little bummed out being grilled in front of like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people listening. That's not going to feel too Oh no, good. it's, it's, it's millions. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a lot, <laughs> it's a lot of people. So I mean, that, that obviously didn't feel good. So I cleaned my entire office area, which was not much. There wasn't much to clean. I kind of tidied up, you know, the other areas that I don't work in, like the other two guys' uh, office area. And yeah, I just cleaned up. I took the trash out. I washed the dishes. And then I was thinking, you know what? How I should go to the other my other desk at the chassis side, because I have two desks. And nice. I should go to the chassis side and clean that desk too. And just oh. clean over there. Cause like <laughs> Wow, this is wildly different than the way that they, he's gonna Yeah, like because yeah. Adam, like in between shows, he'll walk back to the other desk and like talk to, you know, editors or just, you know, wh- different people at like his mechanics or, you know, his guys at the other shop too. And he'll just walk back over. Like it's it's probably like two or three minute walk. It's a very short walk. Um so no, I this is so different yeah, than the way so that it sounded. What I did was like, you know what, I'm just I can like I can work pretty remotely after I do like my morning thing. So I got my stuff and then I got in my car and I started reversing and uh, Dylan comes out and he's like, where are you going? And like, I was kind of like flustered. I didn't want to get into it. So I kind of gave him, I gave him the peace sign, like peace. And everybody was like, oh, you gave him the peace sign because you're quitting. And it's like, you know what? To be fair, I've given, I've given Dylan, I love Dylan. I've given him like different hand signs too, to be fair. So it's not the first uh, hand sign I've made to him. But yeah, I gave him the peace. I'm like, I'll, I'll see you around. And I went to the other studio and cleaned my entire desk and the other desks over there. And then I just continued to work the rest of my day over there. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, to be yeah. fair, like the million out of the millions of people that heard that and probably judged you, at least 55 of them are going to get your side of the story. So Hell this yeah. is that's, that's the bright side. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know? No, I mean, it just sounds so much uh, different. I, so they, they made the it sound like you that, cleared out your, they made it yeah. sound like you cleared out your, your stuff. That's, I'm pretty sure that's what Chris said. He's like, yeah, he cleared his stuff out. And Adam's like, what? And it's like, no, you cleaned up and then you went to the other, uh, warehouse to clean your other desk. So not only is it not what it seemed, it was twice as good as it seemed. I listened to it a second time, uh, cause before Gabe was going to be on and when we first had him scheduled and yeah, I listened to exactly what Chris said and it's very minimal. It was just, he, he cleaned his, his area is clean and he left and like, he barely said anything, but it was well yeah. done. And I'm sitting there like, well how clean, like empty <laughs> or like organized or, you know, you walking out with a, you know, tears, tears yeah. running no, down your no, cheeks. No. Like, oh, I pictured, I pictured you sliding across your hood and peeling out and laughing maniacally. I, no. I love the dipshits <laughs> that were outraged, you know, like in the ace holes group were like outraged at your behavior. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you see, did you see any of that? I mean, I, did. I, I yeah. see it. And like some of it, I was like, I could say something, but I was like, you know, it's, it's just going to like make people yeah, say more things. So I just okay. kind of like watched from afar and it was kind of crazy too, because people would like reach out to me through, you know, Facebook and like Instagram saying like, Oh, you're such a pussy. I can't believe you quit after that. And I was Christ. like, Oh, thanks man. <laughs> like, okay. Well, that. I'm sorry. I called you a lazy cunt. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm just I, kidding. I hate these douchebags. Cause meanwhile, they're at work. They're at work on Facebook, you know, commenting, you know, 
Yeah, exactly. About, you know, it's like how dare you <laughs> over you playing a video game on the clock? Like, yeah, and it was like, yeah, I was wrong for just playing a game, but I mean, had people known the entire, I mean, no one's ever going to really know the full story of it. Like, I mean, people who listen to this show will, but like the wide majority of fans won't really know. Just they'll just think like, oh yeah, Gabe like rage quit and like left. It's like, no, nah, yeah. Well, you know what? The only solution of, of, to that is is to get somebody to plug it on the ACS. That's the only way your story can get out. There's yeah. no vest. There's no. There's no conflict of interest here. I'm just simply stating, you can get this on the air. Get your word out there. That's what we're here for. Okay? Yeah, I've, I've tried. <laughs> and to if like, you want to throw a word to Talk Time Radio just to make it, you know, that's fine too. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. You know, I don't sweat the details. But either way, so what happened after? Like, so you when you came back, was it like a weird? So m- moment. I think that happened like on a Monday, and then. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work at the chassis side to kind of help them out with like social media and like kind of just little, you know, office tasks they have me do all day. But I was at the chassis side the next day and <laughs> Nate Adams, who is uh, Adams, uh, like producer, director guy for his docs, he comes over. He's like, oh, Gabe, you're still here. And I'm like, yeah, like, where would I, where would I be, dude? Like, and he was like, oh, like, I heard you got gr- like, you know, pretty grilled on the air yesterday. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm here. I didn't quit. I came over here to clean. And he was it like, sounded oh. like you quit. I mean, to be fair, like it's that's exactly what it sounded like. Yeah. And like, I've, I mean, I've talked to like Chris and I've said, like, hey, man, like, would it be cool if I just came on the air to kind of clear the air? And so people know I didn't quit. And like, you know, I think it, they brought it up and it just, it got kind of bumped just because it wouldn't be really good content. It wouldn't be really funny. It would be kind of more serious and kind of like, you know, not a really well, good Well, no, bit. you would get shit on more. I mean, there's Probably. no clearing it up. It's better just yeah, left. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I think there was a few people that tweeted at him about it. And I was like, a lot of people think like, oh, that's just us like posting for him. Like, no, like his personal uh, Twitter, that's, that's him. Like he, he reads those, like he, he'll actually look at it and he'll, you know, take like his 10 minutes and reply it back like slowly. But that's, that's actually, (laughs) that's actually him like, you know, replying to people. So, you know, I I I figured, I figured it wasn't Chris that sent me a dick pic. (laughs) so like assuming it wasn't he'll he'll read those and so i think at one point if you follow adam's personal twitter account you'll see he tweeted uh he's back and that was it and in response to someone saying like what happened with gabe where is he is he fired and then he just tweeted out he's back that's it yeah, that and, doesn't really help your case. If, yeah, that doesn't. Uh, people yeah. are tweeting at him like, "Oh, you're you're a fucking horrible boss." Like, oh yeah, that, like that, it, it would have been more accurate. He never left. Okay, you you can't come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to be fair to Adam, to be fair to Ace, though, I love it because I I think his main thing was wait till I leave because you know he knows you know everybody knows that people you know, don't clock in and just work furiously, you know, for mm-hmm. you know, eight hours straight. Like, you know, it's 2019, I mean, unless you're a machinist or something. I mean, you're work, you're surfing the internet, you're looking at your phone, whatever. That's going to happen. You know, it's just, it's the whole, like, you know, what he wanted Lynette to be on the treadmill whenever he was on stage. <laughs> you know, if he was like at the Addison Improv, he, he wanted tr- tr- Lynette to be on the treadmill for the hour and a half he was on stage or something just to make him feel better. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's you know it. I'm I think I'm okay with it. Like people not knowing the whole truth, it's it's not a big deal for me. But just like making sure I was like good with Adam after, like even now working with him, it's like it's fine. Like we're we're both like not passing. He doesn't make it's not like a personal thing with him where it's like he's not like he's not really attacking you. He's just trying to like show you you know that you could 
you know, work a little harder, you could be doing a little bit more. Like he's not trying to personally attack like you as yeah. a person. Like he's not doing it to like make you feel bad. Like sounds like it worked. Uh, yeah, clean sounds like and it organized. That people are a little bit like, more conscientious of their. Yeah, you licked space. his asshole. You fucking polished and <laughs> waxed his car. You know. He's like, I mean, well, I, I will say that I do come in more, a lot more now, a little bit more serious. You know, maybe not joking as much or not as like casual with, you know, what I'm working on. But I will say it has kind of like lit a fire under me, and I, I am a little more motivated to come in and work. So, oh, that's I mean, cool. you know. If anything that's come from it, it's 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 kind of boosted my work ethic and like you know how hard I work here now. Yeah, that's right. pretty well, normal. Yeah, don't sweat, yeah, don't sweat don't the dipshits. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. I yeah. do understand the frustration though because I I had, or at least just commenting on it because the other day I had uh, this guy that works for me. He was he was riding with me, and I was paying him by the hour. This is and he kind of fucked it up by saying this because now I just pay him like from the time that we get to the job. But he was riding with me. And like I, we were going to one job and I forgot some tools at the last or something and we forgot something. So we had to go back and I was just like, ah, oh, shit. I was like, sorry, man. Like I, I didn't realize we needed this thing or whatever. So we got to go back. But, you know, sorry about that. And he just goes sitting right fucking next to me. He goes, eh, I get paid either way. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting paid by the hour. I'm like, what? Why? Why? Why would you say that? I mean, and he's yeah. right, I guess, but like, it's just not the right thing. And granted, that's worse than what you did. But yeah. I, but like, I just, and then I was like, but I don't have a, a radio show, or at least, I mean, I actually do. It's a, did I mention it was called Talk Time Radio? It's available <laughs> on all your favorite podcast apps. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> hilarious. You should check it out. But either way, uh, if you want to plug it on the show, that's fine too. It's whatever. Like I said, don't sweat the details. But, you know, I don't have a radio show where I just complain about stuff because if I did, I probably would mention that. So, just, uh, you know, rest assured, if it gives you any peace of mind, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal if he if his job literally wasn't to complain, you know, and he likes to shit on all, all his guys, you know, which is a weird way to run a business. But I mean, that's just what he does. He, he's a he's a he's a ball breaker. So, yeah, yeah it's, you know. it's content for the show. And it's, you know, mm -hmm. at, at a certain point for working, you kind of have to realize, like, anything that happens here, it's like it could be content for the show. Like. I mean, when it comes to like little things like leaving chip bags or, you know, bags mm -hmm. of almonds open, like he'll, he'll notice it and it'll, it'll come up on the show. So like any little thing that, you know, happens, like if it's, if it's something to him, it'll, it'll come up on the show. So it's, it's yeah. kind of expected. It's yeah, kind of a when, rite when, of passage though, you know, for you lackeys to get grilled a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah you could get a uh, window of negligence. Yours kind of took a turn. Yeah, my, mine took a little turn. I thought it was going to be a little more light. And then I was yeah. like, oh, this is getting yeah, really serious. I was like, oh, so oh, you no. heard the pod. Like, do you, well, do you listen to the pod after? Um, well, I guess I usually, we'll, just, we'll just assume yes. That I, seems like I the do. better answer to give yeah. on there. You already got a lot of heat for playing video games. Right. So, like, I, I'm here when this show's going on and I hear like all the episodes. And when I'm at the chassis side, I'll still listen to the, the episodes that I missed. So, I'm, I'm hearing all the, the shows, but. Yeah, I re I replayed that one, just kind of hearing like what people heard, you know, the next day, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, that kind of that kind of sounded bad, and yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. That's all good. No, you're back and better than ever. So, yeah. Um, when did you uh, or do you know when you joined the ASOL group, um, the Facebook group? Probably like shortly after working here. I just thought it'd be good to like see what the fans were saying about the show. And like, oh, you you thought wrong, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm in like a weird spot because it's like I'm fan turned employee. So, you know, 
I'm still a fan, but you kind of you kind of have to let go of what you know some of the fans think about you once you're like on the show and a part of the show and just helping the show go. Like you're still aware of what people say, but to a certain point, you kind of just have to say like, "Fuck it!" Like you know, I'm just gonna. I'm not going to let it affect me. And I'm just going to kind of like, there's going to, there's always going to be criticism out there, whether you do something good or bad, or, you know, there's always going to be someone saying like, Oh, they should have done this or, Oh, like, I don't like the way they they do this, but you just kind of have to take it. You're in a a tough spot because you, you you know, maybe part of your job is, is looking at it and being aware of it where ACE doesn't really need to get into the depths of a Reddit page or Facebook group. That's a, you know, Get, gets pretty wicked sometimes so you're kind of in a weird spot with it yeah but, so it's it is weird like you're a fan so you do check like forums and like you know what people say but at the same time it's like you know you're also an employee so you i don't know i, I kind of envy adam for being able to tune tune that stuff out i wish i could do that so let's let's talk about so you've been working there for about two years how did that come about so you know how did you how did you get hired how'd you get this job at with adam Crolla? Uh, so I went to school for criminal justice, graduated, and a buddy of mine was doing uh, beer and food festivals all over, uh, you know, LA, Orange County, San Diego. So I did that for a couple of years, and it was pretty decent money. And you know, I was still a fan of the show, and I'm, I still am a fan of the show. And uh, I I knew Adam had a drinks company, Corolla Drinks. Uh, so I reached out to them via email, and I think it was Jay Jay Miller. And he replied back and he was like, yeah, we'll be there. Like, this was like the night before, like I sent him an email, like a month before our festival. And like the night before he's like, yeah, we'll be there. And I'm like, oh shoot. Okay. So we like made a space for them. And like, they were super impressed by like the setup that we had and like, you know, how many people we had there and how organized it was. And, uh, he was like, Hey man, like you should come to the studio, like hang out for a show and like meet Adam and like, just come through. I'm like, all right. So then fast forward later, three months, they're like, Hey, you know, we have an opening on the team. Um, would you be interested in like coming in and helping out, maybe learning a little bit about the company, uh, production. And I told him like, you know, I don't really have any experience, uh, producing anything or, and he's like, oh, that's okay. We'll show you. So like pretty much everything I know here about podcasting, building shows, um, researching and all that, that's, that's all from here. So, you know, I feel like I've learned a lot or more, if not than what I learned in college, like just in the two years that I've been here, like I've learned so much. Oh yeah. Well, practical uh or whatever experience like actual experience is always better than the you know teaching you this is what you might have and that's what i learned i wish i had known that before i went to school um for the useless degree that i didn't end up getting or three 3d animation and what i realized is in that field especially in uh you know it really any art field it it doesn't your work kind of speaks for itself they don't give a fuck if you grew up you know, under, if you live, if you lived under a rock and never went to school, your portfolio speaks for yourself and and your experience speaks for itself. But, um, but yeah, that's fucking badass. That's yeah. That's an incredible story. I mean, you can, is it still kind of hard to believe that, uh, you're doing what you do? I mean, it sounds like you really enjoy it. Yeah. So what's crazy is when I was like 18, 19 years old, I remember I sent my resume into Adam. I just mailed it in and like, I never heard anything back. I mean, they get a ton of people that send in their resumes and stuff. And, you know, I, I understood it was like, Oh, cool. You know, he probably gets a ton of resumes. Like it's not a big deal. So I kind of gave up on like my little dream of like working for Adam Carolla. And I was like, all right. So I went to school, went to college, you know, did all that. And then it was just really weird that I happened to be working for a festival and, you know, beer festival company. 
and that his company showed up. Like it was just so random, like just talking with those guys. And, you know, some of the guys from the show were there and it was just, it was kind of like surreal. Like I, I couldn't believe that they actually came to this festival. And then they invited me to come to the studio, which was even more unreal. I was like, wow, like, I know that's that's awesome. Yeah, y'all hit it off. Did right they away. know that they you just kind of clicked with those guys, or did they know you were a big fan? They knew I was a big fan, and I think it just like at the time when I came to visit the studio, they had an opening, so they were already kind of like eyeballing me as far as like, hey, do you want to come on board? We have like an extra spot. We need help with the studio. So it kind of just like happened at the right time. So yeah, that's that's my little story. <laughs> Jesus. You went from rags to riches, basically. Maybe they just, maybe it was like, hey, this guy is probably pretty good at Fortnite or Clash Royale. We need to monitor. Like back in the day, it was like you'd hire the ringer for your corporate softball team. Be like, hey, we need to get this guy a job in management so he can play softball, play first base. Yeah. So, maybe yeah. They, do you, you, do know, you, uh, some talent there. On a, on a side note, um, because you mentioned you like video games, do you happen to play console games? If so, is it GTA 5 on PS4? Oh, I need no. I need you. I need you. Oh, we're done here. We're fucking done here. I, you know, I used to play a lot of uh, PC games. Like, I built my own PC, and, like, I would play, you know, World of Warcraft and, like, all these different games. And that was more, like, high school, college. And now it's, like, you know, adulting. Like, you just you don't have time for Or as much time for games. Like Yeah, I know. was going to say, we, we've already established you have a little bit of time. Games. <laughs> I mean, like the only games I can really play are like the ones already on my phone that I don't have to, you know, go home and set up with. So, yeah, I, I wish I still played video games like console games or PC games, but I don't have the time at all. I wish I did. Okay, I'm always well, tempted to upgrade my console and get and get like the latest Madden version, but I, if I did, I know like you know my kids would be be starving to death and rolling around their own shit <laughs> yeah because you know? it's like oh, daddy we're hungry uh, just, hey, just hey, hey. It's fourth stiff, quarter stiff arm them stiff arm them yeah fucking make yourself something give him a forearm shiver oh shit <laughs> yeah. no uh so so gabe do you remember the last time a song came on the radio and you had to look over your shoulder and roll your windows up before you crank the volume do you remember what song that was yeah we'll do a little segment on here about I'm trying to think. Oh, you've been thinking about this. You've been feeling guilty. Well, I know. You've been well, feeling this, ashamed. It's okay. Happened, you can, you can tell us. a few weeks ago, and I remember that I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool song, but I didn't really want like the cars around me hearing it. I'm trying <laughs> so to you think. had an actual Tool Tunes moment. That's awesome. Yeah, and I was like, not embarrassed, but I was kind of like, eh, I don't want people listening to this. Um, I'm trying to think of this song, though. It's, uh, it, totally is in a, it is for a video game, which I don't know if that, you know goes there but um it's from a i forgot which grand theft auto game i think it's like two or three i forgot which one but hmm. um it's a song by laura brannigan and it's called self-control and i think it's in the second grand theft auto i'm not sure but it's in one of the grand oh, theft was that was that vice city i think or so not? yeah i thought vice city was number three but i i that was one game i i finished vice city i, I love the soundtrack those yeah, it had a lot of like yeah. cool older songs and like, you know, it's like one of those songs that just plays while like you're driving a stolen vehicle in the game and like you're just cruising around. So yeah, all kinds of toll tunes. Yeah, it, all kinds of toll tunes. Yeah. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. Yeah, they always have great uh they always have great songs on Grand Theft Auto. I mean it's a yeah. good it's a good song while you're playing a video game, you're just kinda like running around and like, yeah. you know, doing missions and stuff. 
That was yeah. part of the trick, I think, because you could just kind of get sucked into it. You'd just be, you'd be hearing these songs, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, ten yeah, times they have, over. They did a session. good job building their like world and their like atmosphere, and especially with the music that they put in each of the games. Like, they have people that select those songs pretty carefully. Yeah, because yeah. it's always like a, 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 a era, or not not an era. What would you call it? Like. Like that was eighty. I guess this was eighties. It was like eighties, like early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Not, um, not to get too much into the the gaming stuff, but I don't know if you noticed. Like, I used to play FIFA and Madden a lot, and those games would would mix in hits, you know, like classic hits with new music, like new bands, and they'd break a lot because I remember I'd be, you know, the game would come out, I'd buy it right away, I'd be playing it all the time, hearing the music, and then. You know, six months later, that song is on the radio. Oh wow! You know, whereas no one, no one had heard oh, of it really? before. Yeah. So, yeah. I know that yeah, did a lot happen. Goes into that. I know there uh, it was the maybe two, Madden 2008 or something that happened with a song. It was like some ghetto rap shit. Probably something Gabe likes. Probably some <laughs> T T-Pain or something. Like, man, I got these hoes, man. <laughs> you know, some shit like that. No, and uh, another thing that's that's great about Grand Theft Auto. Is they have a bunch of like great like like quality side content. So they'll have like, and that's actually one of the places that I got the idea for my other podcast, uh, TTR, is because they had like a fake, you know, they had like fake talk radio shows. Oh I don't yeah. know if they had it at that time. At in they that, had it in Vice City for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it was fucking great, and it was just it was hilarious to listen to. It was just talk radio satire, and that's where I, I get that's where I one of the places that I got the idea from. People always accuse me. Of Rich stealing. Banks probably made all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Um, yeah, we had him but him on a couple uh, weeks ago. Or was that last week? A couple know. episodes ago. Yeah. It's like two yeah. episodes. That was a good show. Yeah. Oh, wow. You, oh, wow. You're a listener. Yeah. I listen. Oh, Jesus. We love you, Gabe. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, wait. I knew the, I do know this. Oh, yeah. I do know this song. Yeah, there's actually, if you have a Spotify, or you can probably YouTube it, like, people will make, like, playlists of, like, each, like, the entire soundtrack of each of the games. So if you ever want to yeah. just, like, have a little stroll through memory lane, you can actually type in, oh, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 1 or 2 or 3 playlist or whatever, and just listen yeah, to well, I, I thought they re I thought they released them eventually, because I thought GTA 5 had an actual release. Maybe not CD, because nothing's CD anymore. It sucks. But everything's streamed. no. Nah, nah, nah. It's a song. That's nah, all right. What else you got? <laughs> uh, and and it, what was the one before that? I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't really have many many tool tunes. Like other than that, I mean, like don't fucking lie to me, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I Please. guess just, like, we've all got them all. Like I guess just general like rap songs. Like I, I, you know, hip hop songs. I won't play them too loudly because I mean, I am. So I'm. I'm Hispanic. I'm Mexican. But I, everyone says I look like I'm half white or I'm white. So I just feel weird blasting these like rap songs. And, you know, people You're will go. Like, Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like people look <laughs> over at me and they're like, who is this guy playing these songs? Like, you know, it's like, ah, crap. But, yeah. I see that. I had that at the gas station last week. Uh, you know, some what douche, were you jamming? No, no. Some douche rolled up, you know, out of my view and was like blasting, you know, gangster rap. And I was like, oh, shit. So, you know. You know, casually, I kind of just turned around at some point. It's just some, some white, you know, like 22-year-old white kid, you know. Yeah, we call like, them wiggers where red, I come from. <laughs> <laughs> some well, red-handed I mean, white kid, and I, we made eye contact, and I was just like, oh, jeez. <laughs> you made eye contact. Like, you need to roll your windows up, buddy. 
Yeah, it might have been, uh, uh, what was that movie? Uh, like, if you were a brother, I'd excuse it, but come on. Come on, man. Yeah, you no, never want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't have really any problem doing that. I don't, well, it's weird. Like, I don't want to offend uh, the brothers. You know what I mean? It's not like, because it, I don't know if I'm jamming it too loud and it's like, well, what are you trying to, are you trying to relate with me or something? You got to watch yourself around them. Yeah. Them. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. No, I, and, and I had, uh, please, I had, uh, please expand on this. Yeah. Well, and, and I had one of the, and I actually brought it up to one of my friends, how Adam was saying, and I was, I was totally offended by this, by the way. And I never actually get to say that. So I, I enjoyed that. But, um, I was offended when Adam brought up the thing, and I think he just brought it up like today or yesterday too, about how when when you're walking in the door, there's like a certain amount of time that you're going to hold the door open for the next person. But oh, if they're black, yeah. it was hold. very surprising that he, yeah, that that he does it or that he admitted it. I guess, yeah, because it's kind of like uh, that's surprising to you that he would yeah i didn't think that what? the ace he literally man, he literally says shit like that all the time into a microphone that he would say that i mean cuz it's that's like it's affirmative action for door holding that's exactly you know, what like, it is <laughs> i'm going to you know you are your skin is a certain color so i'm going to treat you differently i'm going to treat you special and hold the door open longer i was kind of i know i mean it's weird it's but i totally i totally get, i did okay that's fair enough it's i'm not i can't where do you guys stand on the door holding I would, uh, policy? I do it, and and what I was saying is is I was I was annoyed. I can say this: I was annoyed that was it Dawson that says he gives it Dawson and Brian. Of course, by the way, they're always the contrarians. They're like, I give it zero thought, zero. Do y'all feel? Do you, what do you think? I, I I'm with I was with Paul. What? I was with uh, yeah. I give it zero thought. What about you, Gabe? I, don't I mean, care. knowing like, them in what? person, like, yeah, I can see that from both of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they, Kaylin went around and like pulled all of us. And for the most part, we were like, you know, most of us are going to hold the door open and we'll probably wait a little bit longer if it's an older person, like maybe somebody, you know, with like a walking condition or just like an older well, person. Yeah, yeah. You're going to hold it, you're going to stand there and hold it for them. Yeah, well, whether you're whether you're old, you're disabled, or you're black, any ailment, you know, it's just you gotta, you gotta, you know. But what I'm saying is, like, you give it, giving it zero thought. That's what bumps me. What? No, I give it thought, but it's 100 percent on the physical. Like, do you need me to hold this door for you? No. Okay, you're you're 35, whatever color you are, you are capable of opening this door for yourself. So you get, you know, like a one Mississippi, and then that's that. Get the door. What if it's like a really attractive, like you know, woman? What would you do? Would you would you wait there? Would you kind of? Of course, Gabe. Oh, I'll fucking whip my I'll <laughs> I mean, whip my the, dick out. What the? What the? Like, yeah, you know how the game is. Turn this on. Don't try to turn this on us. <laughs> oh no, this is what I was gonna say. Is is that thing bit me in the ass? Because I, I I asked my friend about it, and he he was of course my my douche friend was like, yeah, I don't even think about it, and I'm like, what? How? Zero thought. Not minimal thought, zero. That's what bumps me. But either way, so you know what the was, worst thing about the having. Store. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was at the store, and this black chick uh, is walking up. It was like that. It was like the distance where, it's like I could. Sh- there's enough time to shut the door, but I had that moment, and I so I held the door open for her. She starts walking slower, and like giving me like this weird. I can I can just I could see it. It was like this bad attitude. Like yeah, that's right. Hold the door for me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow. And like that thing, because I don't know if you've ever seen this, 
this is taking a weird turn for the race racist, but <laughs> have you ever been driving and they're like crossing the street and they start walking slower? Them? No, I'm just kidding. I've not. Black, black no. people do do that, especially the ghetto ones. They'll they'll actually walk slower. It's like, yeah, that's right. You gonna slow down for me, motherfucker? That's what's up, oh white ass cracker. You know, and yeah, I, I spent get that a lot, a lot of time driving in Baltimore City when I was younger, and yeah, that 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 I don't know. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was more of like uh, I'm not sure if it was a black and white thing. It was more like uh, you're in a nice car, you're there. I'm walking yeah. around. Well, yeah, well, that, yeah, 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 that's true. This is my one chance to kind of uh, affect you, I guess. Or, yeah. yeah, it could just be know, like a pedestrian so. thing, like people that you know use public transport or just like walk, crossing streets a lot. Like they just might like want you to wait until like, Oh yeah, you're going to wait for me. Like it could be anybody. Yeah. I, well, I'm looking for reasons not to hold the door for you. That That's kind of, I'm re, I reverse it. So I am thinking about, I'm thinking like, give, give me a reason that, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm going to let the door shut faster. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so you won't could argue that what you do is the least possible racist you know the least That's racist right. thing you could yeah, possibly yeah. I'm, do. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking to treat you worse, no matter what color you well, are. I'm looking for a reason to treat you poorly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, you know, well, no, that, that wasn't where I was, was going to say. The worst thing about having kids is, uh, so I have twin daughters. So I'll wind up carrying them, and then people will see me carrying them towards a door, and they will stand there and hold the door for like 15 seconds. Yeah. In like a really uncomfortably long time. And then I get kind of aggravated because it's like, look, I can get the door. Like, if if you weren't here to hold the door, I would still be able to get into this building. So you don't have to stand there for 15 seconds and hold the door. Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway. Yeah. That's probably what I would imagine that that uh, handicapped people feel. You know what I mean? Like, like I got this. Like, if you didn't exist, I wouldn't yeah, need you having to hold the door. But it's like, like being handicapped. Uh, it's worse, you're exactly. actually. You're damn right. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, yeah. So, uh, what, what did you think of the that rap song you were jamming? By the way. Uh, I mean, it, sorry. It, it, I know we were sitting here t- distracting you the whole time. It was probably something <laughs> by like Drake or you know some kind of like. I mean, you, you guys have both heard Drake song songs, I'm sure, but oh, Chris, oh, Chris yeah, has yeah. not. No, you have yeah, not yeah. heard love, Drake songs. Oh, I love man. the Drake. You love yeah. the Drake. That bump and grind. I mean, it's not really bumping grind. It's more like... It's a hot track. (laughs) I mean, it's just like, you know, you see... I mean, you could see pictures of me on the internet, but like you see me, I'm just like a regular dude and then like I'm bumping Drake. It's like, what? What is this guy about? Like, you know, I kind of get some Drake transcends race. That is true. You know, like I know a bunch of white guys. Canadian, that's why. It's basically, it's, 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 I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, is he half white or what's his deal? I think he's like black and Jewish or something. Oh yeah, I've heard that. I think I've heard that on the the ACS that that's been mentioned. Yeah, I'm sure Adam's oh. gotten into it a couple times. Yeah. Oh okay, he's black and Jewish. Wow. Yeah, I think it's just I'm impossible just leave that to be one threatened by a Canadian. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what you know. If you're Canadian, you're just not threatening at all. You know, you're very you know. It's true. Put people at put I'll people play, at ease. I'll play a, a Drake song that I like. This is probably a Tool tune. But, um, and I don't know if you're a fan of this, and it's probably old. I feel like every time I bust out with a song, they're like, oh, yeah, that song from 10 years ago that was okay. Here we go. Drake's been around for 10 years. Oh, this is like sad Drake. I, I don't bump yeah. this. Well, that's why it's a tool tune. <laughs> oh, you're Chris, you'll like this one. 
Oh, this could be like 30 different artists. Really, this is unremarkable. Oh, wow, he knows the words. It's a shame you didn't keep it. I like this part. I'm the man. Yeah, I said it. Bitch, I'm the man. Don't you forget it. <laughs> That's me. No, sorry. This is a tool tune, right? Yeah, it's a huge tool tune. The way you got your Did you forget How you like that, Chris? You like that shit. Don't lie uh, yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, He's over there jamming. He's over there slow dancing. It's kind of like... Um, what Adam complains about, like with uh, Common, like he's not really singing; he's kind of just like talking to you, like he's having a yeah. conversation with you and kind of just making it sound like I don't know. Yeah, like Robbie Spotlight. Oh uh, yeah, he just sent me a rap of him rapping to no beat, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it needs to have some sort of rhythm to to line up with something. I don't know. I mean, you. If anything, what did he do? He didn't he ask you to do something with it? Like see what you can, yeah, see like what you can do with this. Yeah, he's basically like, yeah, like see what DJ you can do Khaled. with this. See what you can do with this fire. Uh, how you like that? <laughs> Is that what I did there? No. Um, yeah, we can move on from to. Oh no, he does rap right here. Oh, does he? Okay, look. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'm not going to bore you all with that. So, Gabe, tell us something about yourself that people would never guess. Um, okay, so now that I've been here a little while, I've kind of, kind of gotten to learn a little bit like the production side of podcasts. And I really want to put together my own podcast, like where I'm the executive mm. producer. So I've been kind of researching and kind of like, you know, Adam always Wait, said... Okay. Where you're not, where you're not the one talking. You want to produce one. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about being famous. Like, I want to produce a oh, show. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to be so you the want one to produce a podcast. I want to be the lead producer on a podcast. And oh, that's cool. You know, being here, it's like kind of being like a sponge. Like you're you're around a lot of different people, and you get to absorb a lot of different things, and you kind of get to shadow people here too. So just being here, you know, the almost two years that I've been here. I've learned a lot and I'm kind of getting ready to, I can't really talk about like what it is specifically, but it's going to be non Corolla related. It's um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be working with these two uh, YouTubers. They're like really big in the gaming world. I mean, you know, got to keep it all gaming. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So they want to do a podcast related to mental health and just a lot of the issues that, oh, okay. That yeah, took a turn. Yeah, it took, right. Everybody's like, Oh, that's so <laughs> random. Like, Oh, you know, gaming and then mental they wanted health. to do a cooking show. <laughs> like what? Well, they both are known in the world of gaming and like, they want to kind of be known outside of that. Um, oh, yeah. so good move. they're looking to have kind of like a casual semi-series show about, you know, mental health and, uh, just a lot of the issues that are currently being talked about, you know, anxiety, depression, you know, just to name a couple, but they want to work on that. And I told them like, Hey, you know, I work over here, um, at Corolla digital, like, um, you know, they kind of reached out to me. And so, um, looking to release our first episode, probably the end of the month, early next month. But as of right now, I can't say who it is, but when I can, I will post about it. So that's all I can say about it. What I hope it's that guy in? that does the fort, like it's paid all that money that drives Adam crazy. The guy that does no, Fortnite. Oh, the guy that was banging no, like Ariana Grande awesome. or something. It's, it awesome. is not that guy. Um, these two guys are they're big in the game world, but they're not like that big. Like they're not like ninja big. Um, between the two of them, they have probably like three million followers on YouTube, which is oh, not, that's it. It's yeah, it's not a. It's I mean, it's it's not a little bit. It's kind of like in the middle. Like when you see like some of these. 
YouTubers with like 50 mil or 40 mil, whatever. Like those are like the big guys. But I mean, it's just two guys that want to do a show, you know. Well, it's a hell of a platform for them to get the word out about any, anything they're doing. Right. right? Any, any project they're working on. So that sounds like a great opportunity. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I mean, so far it looks like it's going to be a go. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Good so, luck, man. Let us, yeah, you got to come back and let us know how, how it works out. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll plug it. We'll get you 55 more subscribers. Yeah. Hell yeah. What well, about... <laughs> quit quit <laughs> saying that. When, 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 um, what all goes into, like, in your kind of estimation, what, what all would you, would be, like, what would be your role? I mean, I, I know the term producer, but, like, you know, it's, produ- production can be different from different, you know, uh, uh, platforms or whatever. Like, I, show producers do certain things. Music producers do certain things. And even though I do produce two podcasts, I'm curious what your kind of like idea of what production would be or like what your role would be, if, if you know. Um, what I can share about it is that, so we're going to be having different influencers come on the show, you know, people in the music industry, people, you know, celebrities, it could be a Instagram famous person or whatever, um, just influencers in general, we're going to have them on the show. And part of my job will be to, you know, do the pre-interviews, um, research the guest, uh, coordinate it, yeah, coordinate it. Um, you know, just kind of have a making sure the show runs smoothly for you know the talent, the two guys that I'm uh, working yeah, with. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. Pretty much just setting up the show um, as far as building the show and recording. That's what I'm going to be doing on my side. Yeah, you know, you're going to get. You're always going to be the one that gets blamed. Well, I mean, I'm sure you could ask Chris and Gary. You're going to be the one that blame that gets blamed when anything doesn't go right. Just right. so you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll be that guy. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine though. So yeah, I mean, we would love to uh to to promote it. We have more than 55 listeners, I think. Probably like more like 57, 58. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Low 60s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that would technically be something that I mean, I that's kind of something we wouldn't guess. But uh but so well, I mean, I was, is there anything anything what were you going to say, Chris? Well, I was curious so on on that, you know, as far as projects go, You've got a, you've touched, you've gotten into what you do for Adam, you know, but is there anything else like what goes into like a normal day? Cause you said you, you mix it up between ACS and you do, do, uh, I guess like marketing, social media for a chassis. Right. Cause you know, Adam's got, Adam's got all the projects on that side, the not Taco Bell and uh, doesn't he have like a new podcast coming up with, um, what is it? racing yeah racing so Adam, that's more of like a best of show um so basically I'm, I'm taking clips from either carcast or acs and uh if they have like a racing gas or someone in the automotive world um, i'm basically putting together clips from that and then um making an episode from that so it's pretty much like a best of uh racing show for um okay yeah for adam is that already out or that's that's a project that's out i believe we're on episode four uh, okay. episode five coming out later this week. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's one of the things I do. I also do a podcast called Adam's best here, which is also a highlight show of the regular mm-hmm. ACS show. So I'll put together, um, you know, eight to 10 plus clips, uh, from the show. And then, uh, Kalen and Matt, uh, Fondular, Fondular will, um, they're the hosts of the show and we'll put that out each week. So that's something that I do here too. Damn. I haven't Y'all seen a that lot going mentioned on before. What that so haven't either? What would you search? That one's a paid the, podcast, so you actually have to be like uh, 
on the podcast one side, you have to have like a premium. Oh, yeah. Premium. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Which we do. Uh, I did. And then I, I was trying to, to lie. Asshole. I don't yeah, either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say, and it was okay. kind of a, it was a rough go, right? Like the app and the website were really. Yeah. I mean, difficult I, I would use. recommend that show if you don't have a lot of time to listen to, you know, 10 to 12 hours a week of show, which is a lot. I mean, some people do because they have long commutes like me. But there's yeah. people that don't. So if you just have like only an hour, two hours max a week to listen to a podcast, I would say listen to that one. And you can pretty much get the main moments and like highlights of the show. And then, you know, if of you the fl- past week. Correct. Oh, oh okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, what do you listen to? Do you, do you listen to other podcasts? Um, so when I'm here, you know, I'm listening to whatever show or recording outside of work. Like when I'm driving home, I listen to a lot of like fantasy football podcasts um sports podcasts am radio related to sports so when i'm not here i'm listening to a lot of like sports updates sports news um the only real the only sport i don't really follow is probably hockey but Mm -hmm. i mean i'll still kind of know the main you know figures and people and players in hockey but i don't follow it like super closely yeah all i know is wayne gretzky retired that's all i know (laughs) (laughs) like 20 years ago probably (laughs) we normally ask somebody around this time if you have a least favorite guest but we'll go ahead and skip that part unless you have somebody in mind by the way did you meet jeremy piven uh i did not meet him that day he came in to record i believe on like a tuesday or thursday and i was at the other studio i could have came over like i could have easily walked over and said something but i mean I don't know, like the first few months I was here, I kind of got like over doing that to guests just because, you know, you don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, every guest that comes in, oh my God, it's so-and-so. And then you kind of go up to him and like, you know, kind of make a fool of yourself. So I think after the first like two months of being here, I, I kind of stopped doing that. Like the first couple of guests that came in, I was like, oh my God, it's so-and-so from, you know, blah, blah, blah show. And like people would be like, yeah, so like, <laughs> like everybody here yeah. was like unfazed. And I was like, whoa, like what's going on? Uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Piven, Mr. Piven, sir, sir, yeah. Oh yeah, I, so, I will say way, it's Ger- it's Jeremy Piven, not uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> your uh, uh, the character you played in Old School was uh, yeah, real big factor in my life. I, I really liked though, your cl- cameo uh, in Heat. <laughs> uh, we had a we had a Gordon Ramsay come in a few weeks ago, mm. and like you know, I've watched his TV shows, and I'm like, I'm a big fan. That one, I, I was more cool about. Like I, you know, I just gave him like a handshake, offered him coffee, you know, nothing too crazy, but. Um, every now and then, like somebody will come in, and I'll be like, "Oh my god!" Like I'll, I'll freak out. But yeah, well, I would like really I'll, old coffee, like really <laughs> shitty coffee, and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine that everybody's a little bit starstruck. I mean, I can even hear it in Adam's voice with certain guests. Um, I, I can't think of anybody that comes to mind, but like I, I mean, I've noticed this, and you, you don't even have to comment on this, but his demeanor changes with certain guests. So when Dr. Spaz comes in, he's just like, oh, he's my bitch or whatever. But if like Brian Cranston comes in, I don't know why. Brian Cranston is a fucking hacky douche to me. <laughs> he hasn't been <laughs> on in, so? like, in years. He's he he's doing a million things, but yeah, he is definitely. I don't um, know why. I don't know why. Does. Everybody kisses his ass. He's Everybody kisses his ass. Like, oh, he's so great. Up to. Like, he, he really yeah. admires his work. He had one successful show, and he was the dad on fucking Malcolm in the Middle. See, everybody forgets about that. <laughs> and it's like, I just, I don't, I don't see what everybody else sees. Apparently, he seems I think he's like got a, a lot decent of range. Guy. I think that's uh, it. Does he's he got a lot of range? He does. Okay, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. He plays everything he was, from like the he was goofy on sneaky dad Pete. to a general, you know, like a general and I don't know, one of the I, just, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I'm know. in the minority. I just don't think acting is that hard. It's pretending. That's all it is. Am I alone on that? By the silence, yeah, I, mean, I would you, imagine you, you that. I think I heard Harvey a cricket. Weinstein, that's, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, so do you have a favorite guest, Gabe? Um, since I've been here, one of my favorite guests, he, he just came in recent, recently. Um, shoot, I'm trying to see you. Uh, I'd probably say Emilio Estevez was like, he was really oh, good. Oh, yeah. Oh, that wasn't You got to meet him? Yeah. yeah, I got to meet him. Oh. I got to take a picture with him. Like, I usually don't do that. Like, I won't get a picture with the guests just because, like, I don't want to be that dude. But, I mean, it was hard. Like, once, you know, Chris and some of the other guys were taking, they were doing flying V pictures with him. I was like, okay, I'm getting a picture with him. There's no way I'm not getting a picture with this guy. Like, it, yeah. it, it has to be frustrating that he was in so many good things, like Breakfast Club, Chris Loves St. Elmo's Fire. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, but... That, Mighty that Ducks. Yeah, well, you're, I was going to say, but then it's frust- it's probably frustrating that your most young guns was that the, your most was, yeah, yeah was, that's that's that a big one too. But I'd say most people, especially around our age, I mean, because I'm only you know four or five years older than you, it's Mighty Ducks is kind of the one. I mean, I you know I, I I know the '80s movies and all that, but a lot of people probably maybe even a little younger than me is like they they know him from Mighty Ducks, and it sucks that the movie that you're kind of most known for to a certain generation. You literally said the words "quack quack quack, Mr. Ducksworth." <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, one of those movies. Oh God! He goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes. Your name, might because they had a, a jersey with that said Ducksworth, like in a, a framed like case. And he goes, yeah. and he goes, your name might be on that, but you didn't earn it. And I, even when I was little, I was like. This jerk off does realize they're talking about a pee wee hockey league. Like they were, <laughs> they were acting like they were playing in the goddamn Stanley Cup, you know? And it was just like, and like, and, and I'm just thinking about it. And I'm, even when I was little, I think I mentioned this to you, Chris. I was like, the way that everybody is kind of treating this whole situation, I'm like, did they forget that they're dealing with 11 year olds? Like it's not even like intermediate yeah. or high school yet. Well, this is uncomfortable because that Gabe brought in his uh, Mighty Ducks DVD cover. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it just sucks about that. I mean, there's Young Guns. Um, he had so many great lines of Young Guns it makes up, for me at least. I, I, mean, I, wa- I must have watched the movie a million times in high school. Oh, God, sure. Judgment Night was great too. They talked about that. That yeah, was that, he, that movie was he's awesome. He's been in so many good movies and just like him being, he's like in real life, like he's, like off the air, he's just a super nice dude, and oh, it was funny cool because like he was so surprised that we wanted to take pictures, and he was like, he was he didn't think like we would be fans. It's like, dude, like everybody here like grew up on your movies, like we're, we're huge fans. And, like he, I think oh, he was yeah. kind of like blown away by that. Like he was surprised that we were fans. And it's like really, like we love you. <laughs> yeah, he was great in The Outsiders too. That's one of my favorite oh, yeah, movies. Yeah. You yeah, didn't not- mention Wisdom. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know what that movie was called. I think it was Frank that. I think it was yeah, uh, Frank that told sent me. sent you the, the, yeah. Yeah, well, I had this movie, Gabe, just so you know what the fuck we're talking about. I, I had this weird, vivid, like, well, not vivid, this vague memory of a movie that Emilio Estevez was in where he's, like, running from a, he's, like, getting chased by the cops and he's, like, eating a peanut butter sandwich under the bleachers. And I just remembered watching this movie when I was little and I brought it up on the air and nobody knew what the fuck I was talking about. Like, in the, in, you know, there was a thread on it. And then Frank uh, saved me. I think it was Frank. It was either Frank or Rich. One of those mysterious motherfuckers. 
and uh, and they're like, yeah, the movie's called Wisdom, and so and it was a great movie from what I remember. But either way, um, is uh, do you want to? Are you comfortable covering porn categories? Do you have any thoughts on that, or how do you feel about it? Uh, That's what we normally do later um, in the show. I'm a POV guy. I'll start you off. Okay, that sounded I'll, sexual I'll, for some reason. I'll, I'll prime uh, you I'll up, one up you with that. Um, so lately, there's like this new category. Um, which is the uh, VR thing. I don't know if you guys uh, are on. Yeah. And there's actually ones made for like, a, it's kind of like POV, but it's like with a VR headset and you can turn and look. Oh my you know, God. Yeah. It's like a 360 and, head. And you thing. actually don't need a VR headset to do like to view it the way you could, you could do it like just regular uh, like computer. Oh. This sounds okay. like a recipe for, Disaster, you know, having a good, you know, beating off, you know, with the VR headset <laughs> on. You're going to desensitize yourself. Because then you're like, you finish and then you take them off and like all your buddies are standing around. You're like, oh with, shit. With phones out, like, video, oh, you motherfucker. Yeah, Adam's standing there accusing you of not working or cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh. no. Or, they're I, do, or you take them off and the, your buddies start a slow clap. I have a, <laughs> yeah, I have a, we, well, so what do you watch it on if you don't? Like it's, that's not diving too deep. Oh, actually, well, send me a send me a selfie. Okay, I'll, no. I gotta see your setup. <laughs> I yeah. actually don't have I don't have a VR headset, but like I saw that that was a category, and I was like, oh shit! Like look at this, and like yeah, you can like look around with your mouse and kind of like you know see the see the room. And I mean, I'm not sure what kind of cameras they're using to film this, but like it has to be some kind of setup to get like that 360 view of you know what yeah, it's a 360 head cam. Ooh, I just thought of one head cam. Like the chicks wearing a helmet cam. Oh, there you, you go. know what I mean. I'm sure that exists. Like you get the already. chicks view. So you get well, to okay. Stare at a dude's belly button. Well, okay, but it's for <laughs> it's for chicks. You know what I mean? Like there's. Right, I'm sure the there's some. Button fr- gets smaller. It gets bigger. It gets. No, no, no. I mean because there's chicks out there. Like I feel like most porn is kind of made. I mean, if there's you don't hear me jumping on the feminist train very often, but I will say this: the, the porn is kind of made for guys. You know, they don't show. This is going to sound really bad. They don't show enough ball sack. You know, they don't show enough ball sack. And like, well, where's the porn for women? Where it's every now and then you'll see like the like a tag for popular with women, and you you click on that. It is educational. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So Uh you clicked on it. Yeah. And stayed for research. (laughs) I mean, we do this podcast for research purposes. Yeah, strictly for science. Yeah. Course. Well, it's all Bonnie watching airtight. We we know a chick that um she's into the airtight porn, like really into <laughs> oh my it. God. Yeah, I don't think that'll ever. And well, get he know. Up. Well, Gabe knows what it is, obviously. I mean, that I've heard you, of it. I've, yeah. Oh yeah, you've heard. Please, I'm not a fucking rookie. <laughs> it's one of those things where I had never heard that term before Bonnie's episode. But then, as soon as yeah. I heard it, you know, about a half a second later, it's like, okay, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not into that. I'm. I'm just fine. I mean, I'm like ace. I mean, it's like, and chicks have actually. This has kind of been like, a kind of debate. Not debate, but like almost like a disagreement. I'm just like, I'm fine with regular sex. Like chicks will try to get me to, like, do anal and shit, and like come on their face. I'm like, I don't really. I don't. I don't want to violate you that way. Can't we just be friends? Isn't there a better? <laughs> isn't there a better way to say that I like you? Yeah, respectful love like, making coming sure. in your eye. No, I mean it's like, and so like, yeah. So the po, but what I'm saying is the po POV porn is kind of geared more for the guy. I mean, when do you see POV porn? I and mean, that was basically what I'm saying. POV porn for women should be called head cam. 
You see what I'm saying? Uh, See what I did there? Well, I think for guys too, in general, like porn is more of a visual thing and just like, you know, being aroused is more of a visual thing. Whereas like for a girl, it could be more of like visual and, you know, something else. So I think for guys, like it's probably 90% visual and then I don't know, 10% something else. And then for chicks, it might be a little more closer to like 50. So that might be why. Yeah, I got a hunch that it's not as different as... Yeah, that I was thinking those men like to think. Yeah, like there's not a lot of. It's not that we like know, to think that we just assume heading and stroking and yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, it's pretty Dude. much the same. Well, I was I was thinking my theory on that is that those pornos where it has like the big romantic lead up that has to be for the chicks. It's oh like, yeah, the I story. Want, I want to. The... Yeah, it's like the romantic like dining for you know, candle dining, uh, candlelight dinner and all this shit. I was like, who the fuck is watching this? Oh, wait. I don't think any bitches of, exist. I bet you they <laughs> skip through that. I bet you they skip through that shit too. Well, I, well, I, I think, I I think so think. too. I'm sure they do, but I like, who was that for? I've heard from like, female what? friends, like they'll watch a porn and it's like, what? How do they get here? This doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's porn. It doesn't need to make sense. Like they're, they're, they're fucking, that's it. It's like, wait, but yeah. how do they know each other? Like, why is he in her house? Okay. It's like, oh God, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you're saying, like, you're okay. Is this more than one chick that asked you about this, or is this just one? I mean, in general, like, I've heard from like chicks that have said, like, you know, I don't, I want the story, I want like the build up of like how yeah. these two characters know each other, and like they want, you know, I'm not saying like substance. All, yeah, they want substance. Like they want these characters. I think it's a ruse. I mean, it yeah, might they're be. just lying. They don't want you to know that they're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes, Smash goes to five minutes later, he's skull fucking them, and they're. Telling them to come into their nostril. Well, once you get, once you make your, um, your, uh, oh yeah, triple X A B. Oh yeah, Gabe. A B button. Yeah, Gabe. I made, I, had name, the... I made a name for your invention. Oh, you can have it. Triple X A B. X X A B. X A B. Triple X A B. Okay. A B loop thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, what it is, Gabe? Back in the day, there was this thing called CDs, and they <laughs> used to have this function where it was called play a b and you could basically see this was great for when i was learning how to play the guitar because you could just you basically t- pick two spots in in the song or on the cd or whatever and it would just repeat so you could play like just the chorus from like whole lot of love or something like that you know if you're trying to learn how to play it and um what i'm saying is they should have that for porn because i find my sweet spots and then i, I find myself like trying to do that thing where you're like trying to drag your fingers uh a little bit like just or drag the the what do you with call your, it the, with your off hand yeah and i'm like god i want to get back to that part i gotta see that pose specifically she made a <laughs> face i saw something in her eyes you know what i mean and, and, <laughs> fear. and so, <laughs> i saw the fear in her mm-hmm. eyes right there yeah yeah that's like what F- fit simmons likes he likes that confused wait who was it that said they like the luis yeah, Luis was in the Luis, confusion porn. He likes, <laughs> he likes a bewildered look on their face. Like, where am I? <laughs> uh, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah, well, it's not that bad. That, are my parents going to see this? <laughs> yeah. It's not, and I always I always wondered about that, too. I don't know. I dated, I have a theory. I don't tell me, and we're, uh, Gabe, are, are you good on time? Are, yeah, we're I'm going to be time. wrapping yeah, up yeah. here some. Yeah, okay, good. cool. I haven't, have you ever dated a stripper? Um, not like date date like <laughs> if you long- have to think about it. Oh, okay, I see what you're not saying. Not like you're yeah, to- not like a long term like girlfriend date. But I have you know I had like a lady friend. Yeah, she was a dancer. Like she was she wasn't like the main stage person. She was like the person that would come around and like give the drinks to the strippers that were dancing on you. 
So I don't oh. I don't know what that is, but she was like the bat boy of strippers. Kind of. Like she was she was good looking <laughs> and she had to wear like a little outfit, but she wouldn't like dance or anything. She would just come around and like was she, she was nude? No, she was just like in like skimpy clothing and like Oh, yeah. okay. That's so that means she clothes. was yeah. Yeah, it just means she was right. So I did date a stripper and she was batshit crazy. I, I ended up finding out. Surprise, surprise. But I have this theory that like she would like dance like Anytime some a song came on and she would like dance to it, it didn't matter what it was. She would have that like stripper pose dance where they kind of start doing that strip. Like I, I don't know how to explain. <laughs> Can you it. explain? Like, like yeah, what, what kind of? I don't know <laughs> what it is. Like it's just that kind of like just that sexy, or they think it's they've just decided. We've just decided as a society. It's muscle memory for them. Yeah, that's what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It's gonna be wheels on the bus, and she just starts dropping it low like a fucking. <laughs> It's fucking weird. And it was just like, it's just like any song that would come on, she'd be like, yeah, that's my jam. And she starts doing that sexy, sensual, like kind of dry, like not dry humping. What do you call it? Just like thrusting kind of twerking. thing with your arched. Yeah. Twerking. Well, this was before twerking, I'm sure. You know. Are you sure? Because twerking's been around for a while. So. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I've just, not that I'm on the, on the vanguard of the twerking movement. But <laughs> I, I, can, I, I don't know what it's called, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just yeah, like it's like the, it's stripper dancing. I, I don't know. You know, it was fucking weird. <laughs> and if anybody knows that term, let us know. Yeah, let it yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. And if and you know how how you know. Yeah. And also too, just a, another quick story. One time I was banging this chick doggy style and she didn't understand, like she didn't understand like I don't know if she was just inexperienced or what, but she didn't understand that like when when you're doing it doggy style, like you move away, I move back, and then we meet in the middle. Like it's a you go the other way, and then we come. Oh, she didn't know the other. motion of like. Yeah, she didn't know the motion, so we looked ridiculous. We're like moving with each other, just rocking back and forth <laughs> on our knees, you know. And I think there was even a mirror there, so I could see how ridiculous I looked. I'm like, this is fucking this is a low point in my life. But anyway, um, is there anything you wanted to plug, Gabe? Any. Uh, business I, I i guess you don't have a name for your podcast yeah yet, not yet come back something and, oh yeah can, i'll, I'll yeah. come back on but i mean i i have a i have an instagram i post like you know memes you guys know what memes are right like you know little like funny images and stuff videos like i'll post it on instagram so yeah i'm not really active sim- similar to yes. vr porn or is it it's a, a little like different? vr yeah a little like VR okay. porn. <laughs> um, then i know but yeah like uh, that's Insta underscore Gabe, and I'm more active there than on anything, really. Like, I'm not really active. I have a Twitter. I'm not really active on Twitter. I have a Facebook. I mean, I mainly just use it to, you know, log into our social media Facebook accounts for work. So I'm mm-hmm. not really too active on there, but Instagram is where I'm super active. So if you want to, you know, connect yes. or reach out to me, that's that's the place so to do it. Insta underscore Gabe. Yes. Okay. It seems like that name would be taken. You know what? I actually made that name. I've never changed it. Um, and I've just, I thought about changing it. And everyone's like, no, no, you can't change it. I'm like, all right. So I just, I just keep it. Nice. Oh, well, you what can't, about, are you okay. physically, are, like you legitimately cannot change it or oh, no, I can saying, change like, it. You shouldn't. Oh, you can change it. You can, I can change it. But the only thing is, is like if some, if I change my name and then somebody like changes their name to Insta underscore Gabe, then they would take it. And then I couldn't change back if I ever wanted to. Oh, okay. But you can change your tag. I, I was just curious. Oh, yeah. I can. I thought about putting like some, like my full name or something, but yeah. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, I've never done yeah. that. Yeah. 
Uh, that's good to know because I, I was I was gonna one. change that's I was gonna good. change my Insta Instagram tag to Horny Trucker sixty nine. Go. So it's just, it's good that I still have that as an option. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have the Sad Coke Dick? Account? Oh, I'm yeah, Gabe. I'm starting a cover band called Sad Coke Dick. Sad Coke Dick. Yeah, it's gonna be uh that we pump pock pump pock pump pump pop punk. Yeah, we're gonna call it, be called Sad. Actually, no, it's gonna be a cover band called Sad Coke Dick. <laughs> You know what I mean? How, what do you think? I mean, it's yeah. it's on the cutting yeah, edge. I mean, it's it's yeah, out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, what, about, what about Gabe? What about um, with Ace? Like, are there still more not Taco Bell material screenings going out there with that that tug uh, that tug system? Not right now. I mean, the main way to get it is the you know download it uh, through the chassis website. But um, yeah, they were just kind of trying stuff out with tug and trying to see that approach. I think for like further releases as far as like Adam's projects, like to see if that'd be a viable way to do it. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to go the tug route again, but I mean, they may or may not use it again, but it was just kind of nice to see, you know, especially like the different cities that people would either create an event for or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, buy tickets to an existing event that we created. It was kind of cool to see fans do that. And um, I was helping uh, Nate Adams on the chassis side as far as like coordinating with, um, you know, some of the admins in the ASOLs group and posting it in the group. And, you know, just if people had general questions, I was kind of like the guy on there on Twitter or Facebook just answering or email and answering questions about it. So, I mean, it was it was a fun experience. Like I, I had a good time helping, you know, promoting that. That was, that was fun for me. It was a different way to do it. Yeah, I was kind of curious if that was something that they, you know, that Ace would do again or if. You know, I don't, that that business model, if that's really if it really works, but it's definitely interested because it kind of mm-hmm. gets fans involved and yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was I, a cool I, experience. I, like I, I had people reach out to me saying like, hey, thanks for setting this up. Like you know, it was fun to be in a theater full of like other Adam Carolla fans, and like it was fun to just talk about the movie afterwards or even during the movie, like laughing at the same jokes and like you know everybody that was going to these screenings was pretty much a fan of Adam or you know they had a family member or friend that was a big fan, so it was just a lot of people who had similar interests and you know, a lot of everyone that went had a good time. Like I didn't really hear any negative experiences except for one theater that I guess showed the movie half an hour too early. And so that kind of pissed a lot of people. Oh off, yeah. Which yeah, I forgot where that was at, but all those people got a refund and they were able to watch the movie from start to finish later. So yeah, that was only one theater. So that was good. Uh, I feel like they should have got half their money back. <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe I'm an asshole. <laughs> You know, and then pay half the next time, you know, it's yeah. like, hey, but um, yeah, I, I had fun. I, I took uh, the chick that I was dating at the time and she she had a blast, you know, I kind of knew most of the jokes. I mean, you know, just between us and everybody that's listening. Um, yeah, I kind of knew all the jokes. So it wasn't as hilarious as it probably would have been, you know, eight or nine years ago, probably, but she thoroughly enjoyed it. And that was kind of my litmus test for if you know how funny it is i mean it was kind of that was kind of it was re- it was a uh, symbolic or what it was representative of how funny the the material actually was because i heard some jokes that I, I had never heard before and i think uh, i think ace is on to something with the unprepared bits i know some mm-hmm. some people are saying you know it's it's kind of like what adam what can't adam complain about but some of those those bits he's playing from the shows and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be going to the the uh, show in July, the unprepared show in, in Portland. So I'm really looking forward to it. But man, just to see him c- 
just riff on these things. There's yeah, a lot of new content there, and it's it's freaking hilarious. It's pretty so, hard too. I, I mean, like he's t- he's having fans that go to the, that live show, you know, write a word or a little phrase or something on a ping pong ball, and then he's going up there and just like you know, trying his best to like you know complain about it or talk about it. So yeah. that's not yeah. very easy to do. Like you know, if somebody just hands you like a, a note card or a note or something and said, "Hey, talk about this for five ten minutes," it's not the easiest thing to do. So. He's he's super quick on his feet, and I give him a lot of credit for being able to do that. But um, I think it was Rob and some of the other like admin people. They were telling me like, "Oh, you should come to the Portland show," and I'm like, "Ah, we'll see. Maybe I'll come up there and you know help out a little bit." But um, yeah, everybody in the Facebook group's been like really supportive and really nice as far as like you know reaching out to me and like you know you know making me feel okay about the whole uh, video game thing. But yeah, every everyone in the Facebook group for the most part's been pretty pretty supportive. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's going to be people, there's two types of people. There's going to be ones that are understanding, support you, kind of see the entertainment value and all. And there's just dickheads. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and more, more than likely, they just don't have anything better to do. So, you know, I mean, most of us are losers that are just like, we need this in our life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we need that drama because there's nothing else going on. So, anybody that's shitting on you, just, uh, just know that it's like, well, what do you really, what do you got going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? So just uh, um, you know, if that gives you any peace of mind. There's but, a lot of there's there's dudes that uh, they love Adam. They love how Adam kind of you know rips on things, complains about things, and they try to take it to another level. And it's just no, no. It's like no, he 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 got Leave all the, the joking the, to Adam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is there anything else you wanted to get off your off your chest, Gabe? Any uh, shout outs or anything? That that's about it. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on, and thank you guys. Oh, it's, sure, it was a pleasure, we, man. Thank yeah, you so much for calling. appreciate you telling us about just the, you know, what goes on there at Adam Carolla, you know, at the at the studios day in, day out. So really, really interesting. Congratulations on your job and, you know, kind of the opportunities you have coming up. We want to hear more about it once you uh, do get this show out that you're doing. So, um, yeah, please come back soon and let us know. Will do. Thank you, guys. Yeah. It- yeah, yeah. Um, uh, thanks once again. But also, too, if you if you um, let us know, like when the show does go live, even if you don't come back on and, and talk with us, but let us know and we'll plug it to, to everybody else just, you know, on, on Facebook or whatever. I, so I definitely there. will. Um, there, I mean, I can't really say too much about it, but it might get talked about in like the Corolla world might not. But mm. I mean, there, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I probably shouldn't say anything, but. Um, it's a topic. <laughs> you can say anything you want here, but it's a topic that uh, I think is really interesting to people these days. So. Oh yeah, like there's definitely a, you know a want or you know for people to be talking about this. So I mean we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely let you guys know about it, whether it does come up on the show or not. But I will let you guys. Sweet, good man. Well, thanks right. once again, man. Yeah, bring it home, Chris. Yeah, it's great getting to know you, Gabe. This is Chris saying get it on. This is Jaden saying get it on. This is Gabe saying get it on. I talk. Slicker than up here from Augusta Who just had his linen suit dry clean Bitches, what's up with ya? I hate calling the women bitches But the bitches love it I took some sense and made a nickel of it I'm urging all daughters to kiss their mothers With those lips that all that lipstick covers You're never too grown up to missing hugger And girls counting on me to be there like missing rubbers I'm on some Marvin Gaye shit A bunch of distant lovers This ain't the life that I'm used to Reintroduce the people I've been introduced to Did you forget me? Or are you too scared to tell me that you meant me and fear that I won't remember I wish you could still exist